0: You guys look beautiful this morning. Tell the person near you today, man, you look good today. You look good this morning. Amen. Thank you so much. I receive that in the name of Jesus right now. Amen. So good to have you. If you're new with us at Faith or New, we just want to say hello to you and just let you know we're glad you're here and just welcome you. So Faith family, if you would do this, let our first time family know you love and appreciate them this morning. Would you do that? Amen. In-house or online, your family you're part of what God's doing here, and we're thankful that God sent you this way today, and we'd love to just see you get plugged in, get connected, and be a part of that. Amen? Well, uh, it's, it's good to be back in the house, man. Missed you guys last week, and uh, yeah, thank you so much. It was just a great time. We was laying out before the Lord in His presence, and just the glory was shining down upon us in a good, in a beautiful way, and it was just an incredible time. But I don't know, man. I miss church when I'm not there. And uh, not just getting the job, but I miss the people, the family, and just worshiping together with believers. And so I just think it's so important. And I know some of you folks worshiping with us at home um, are not in the area and can't uh, physically be here. But I just believe it's so important that if you can, to be in the house of the Lord, worshiping God together. Amen. I just think it's so important, but it's just good to be home and excited to be with you today. And uh, let's also uh, just uh, pray for all those who are out on vacation today those who are traveling back we had a today we have our student ministry uh, several of those and our some of the leadership there are traveling back from alabama today they've been a, a uh yeah incredible conference down there for the last few days and so they're heading back home so let's just pray for safety and protection over them and all that are traveling and uh, again but just glad you're in the house with us today and i'm uh, excited that god sent you Well, do this grab your bible and uh, anybody bring a sword with them this morning? We believe in it. We believe the Word of God is true, and we can live that thing out by God's grace and by the help of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, do this if you would. Turn with me again. Uh, this is from two weeks ago, jumping back in to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Amen. Thank you, Ginger. Me and you. Come on, and Adam. Thank you. I love it. We get excited for the Word. Amen. And we uh, love to place that in your hands in every way that we can. So if you physically need a Bible, don't have one, stop by Connect. We'll give you a Bible. Also, we use the YouVersion app as well. Beautiful, great app, great resource. You can click on there right now and then more and events. Actually, follow along with me. But uh, 1 Corinthians 12, verse 1. If you've got it, say, "I've I've got it. Let's read it. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren... I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried to, carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. And dumb. dumb is like those are gods that can't speak back and can't have a conversation. Just so you know, but I like how he says it. I do. I, I like how he says it. And so that's what that's referring to there. And. Uh, And it is that people are worshiping idols that can't have a conversation with them, worshiping gods that can't have fellowship with them. And so, but we have a God who's real. Amen. Uh, Verse three. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one. That's so important that we remember that. To each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healings by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, different kind of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. But one in the same Spirit works all these things distributing to each one individually as he wills. Not if he wills, he does. So it's as he wills. So he has a will to distribute his gifts to his people to be used for the profit of all. So let's pray and then we'll talk about it this morning. So Father, thank you today for your love. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. God, we just thank you for your presence in this room. And Lord, you are more than enough. You're too much for us, God. We can't even contain all that you are. So God, we're just thankful today for all that you're doing in this room. And just in our lives, we give you praise and honor and glory. And we just recognize you as gyro, Lord. You're more than enough. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. I'm in a series right now. We've been teaching for a while a series called Why, And um, this is what we've been doing, just been answering questions. Uh, if you have questions, it's just not too late to get those in. You can email us messages. If you have questions that haven't been answered yet about faith and about what we do or just about life in general, you can still get those in and not too late to do that. But um, we've just been kind of looking and digging into during this series about we as a church and why we do what we do. And so you've been learning more about us. So it's just a great time to be here. Um, and I just love it. I, I I loved last week an incredible message by Pastor Andrew on why I love. Would you let him know you love him? And- And appreciate him. I mean, I don't know if he could have been any more on time, perfect timing for where we're at in this series. Because it's just amazing how God does this. He just kept saying, that was what was on his heart. I didn't say, speak why I love, bro. And he said, this is just what's in my heart. And it was amazing because two weeks ago, we had part one of why spiritual gifts, and I love that because it's so important we're reading and looking at first Corinthians chapter 12 and it's amazing, we're also gonna be looking at it today, 1 Corinthians 14, and, and it's, it's beautiful. They're right in the middle of 12 and 14 is 13, amen. And I don't know if you even know what that means. It is the love chapter referred to so often. And it's just a beautiful passage of scripture. And so I just love it. They're right in the middle of the spiritual gifts that we're teaching on, that love is the center point of all those things. Come on, amen. And so thank you, bro, for just being so sensitive and just leading and just speaking always on your heart. I, I appreciate that so much. I actually want to read this. I want to read 1 Corinthians 13. This is in, your, in your, uh, your version, in your notes. It's on the screen. But I want to read it from the Message Bible, just three verses, because I just love, I just love how beautifully this is written and how important that this is, that this is what ties 12 and 14 together. This is what ties the spiritual giftings and what we do together. It says this, if I speak with human eloquence, An angelic ecstasy, but don't love. I'm nothing but the creaking of a rusty gate. If I speak God's word with power, revealing all His mysteries and making everything plain as day, and if I have faith that says to a mountain, jump, and it jumps, but I don't love. I'm nothing if I give everything I own to the poor and even go to the state to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I've gotten nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe in, what I do, I am bankrupt without love. And so I'm just thankful today that we need to understand that whenever we flow and use the gifts of the Holy Spirit that he has given us, we wanna make sure that they're always centered and connected to love. Amen. That's the center point. But we are learning that we are people of God who have spiritual gifts. And this is, again, as he wills. He gives those to us. We learned a term a couple of weeks ago called charismatic, and uh, not charismatic, but charismatic. And, um, and, and it comes from the Greek word charisma, which means grace gifts. And so we as a church who believe in the grace gifts of God, if we're the people of God who have those gifts and operate in those, we're charismatic. And so we just believe in the gifts of God. And I love this. We're setting foundation and continuing to grow in this. But, but two weeks ago, I shared that spiritual gifts are given to us by God. Amen. They're given to us by God. They're given to us to glorify God. But they're given to us for the profit of all. So for each of us, for the build on on what God has done here on those past two weeks, I just want to keep laying and keep kind of stepping in on that that thing. So I want to give you three things from Scripture today, and we're going to look at the nine kind of spiritual gifts that 1 Corinthians 12 talks about right there. But I just want to give you three this morning that, that I found that straight from Scripture that we see about spiritual gifts That I believe are so critical. This is important. So again, I hope you follow along if you're taking notes. Number one is this: do not be ignorant. All right. Now, this is huge because this is again, this is where we started building two weeks ago. He says, do not be ignorant. All right. Now, this word ignorant means to not to know something or to understand it. So this is what he says: He he tells us that he wants us to know about the spiritual gifts. He wants us to have an understanding about the spiritual gifts. He's like, to the place where God takes time out of all the things happening in the world, all the things that were canonized and put in the scripture for us to read, he makes sure he takes time to place this as one of the things that we need to understand about spiritual gifts. And I love this because as a church, we're making Jesus known. We want to get people to know Jesus. That's our vision, that's our heart. As a church, you will hear it every time. I pray that you walk in the doors that you'll get to know Jesus more. But I love this. He's saying this. I want you to know spiritual gifts. I mean, that's cool that he wants us to understand that there are spiritual gifts in scripture, even to the fact that at verse one, again, he says, now concerning those spiritual gifts, brethren, I don't want you to be ignorant. I, I don't want you to not know about these gifts, not even to and even realize that they're not in existence. I want you to know them. I want you to understand them. Now, I, I, this is a, this is cool. Now, we're gonna focus on the nine that are written here, the first part of 1 Corinthians 12, but uh, I want you to learn all you can about spiritual. Spiritual gifts, I really do. So we can't do this. We can't just take time and have spiritual gifts. Why spiritual gifts? Three, four, five, six, seven. Well, we could, I guess, but we're not. So I want you to do this. I want you studying. I want you listening to other teachers. I want you to learn everything that you can about spiritual gifts because he doesn't want you to be ignorant about this. He wants you to know this. I want you to know it more than even what I can just take today and time and teach you what others can show, but dig into the word. But this is something I found that Charisma Magazine, Charisma, Grace Gift, the magazine, they, a few years ago, they put out a list of 25 spiritual gifts. Adam and I were talking about this uh, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, again, I believe, there's more than just the nine we read, but this is their listing. And so I just want to just share a few of these. I'm going to skip down to pick up at verse 10, the first nine they record in the list is 1 Corinthians 12, those first nine. So I'll, I'll, we'll look at those in a second. But number 10 on their list is this, it's helping, spiritual gift of helps. Uh, also they have administration, um, ministry and service, spiritual gift, they say, it's a spiritual gift, teaching, Amen, those are good. Encouragement. How many of us, we need more encouragement in our life? Amen. Encouragement, so important. Giving. Uh, Leadership, another spiritual gift. Mercy. Mm, Come on, wow. Apostleship. Uh, Evangelism. Pastoral guidance, number 20 on their list. Grace uh, on their list. Spiritual gift of grace. Amen, aren't you thankful for grace? Uh, Willingness to face martyrdom. Come on, let I me mean, know you need the Holy Spirit for that. I and mean, we just, you know, again, we've talked about, again, how, if you remember, if you weren't here, I encourage you to go back and listen to this series on the seven in Revelation about what we may as a church have to face. And so, again, the spiritual gifting of, again, the Holy Spirit showing up, helping you. Uh, intercession. Come on, amen. A spiritual gift of intercession. Uh, number 24 on the list, hospitality. Come on, amen, that's so good. And number 25 on their list, they put it number 25, celibacy, all right? So, I mean, you probably need the Holy Spirit for that one, amen. And so, but just again, 25 spiritual gifts, but learn, learn them, just dig in, study the scripture. I'll send you this list if you need it, but dig in. But what we see is this that he says for us to know and understand, learn as much as you can about those giftings. And it's important. And we see this and we understand that this is for us. We know to be a gift, now, sometimes I believe in the church, the church and in certain places can have the tendency to elevate certain people with giftings and, and, and elevate certain people with with you know what kind of who are able to flow in those gifts who may not be living the lifestyle of pleasing and God believes acceptable to those gifts, but they focus in on those things. I, I believe as a church, we need to do this. Like we need to more than ever protect the vessel that God has given us that those gifts flow in and through. Amen. We need to guard that but it's important you would see this they would elevate the gifts in the church a lot of times and again we don't want to do that we want to recognize those learn about them and use them but we elevate the giver amen we elevate the one who gives us and so it was like you would see this those who are like superstars of the church they were able to kind of tap into maybe they had like four or five what a spiritual gifts come on if you hit the seven and eight range, bro, amen, you, you demand, And, and so, but it's, it's amazing that we see this. I believe that if you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, you have all the gifts that God has, all the gifts that God has available. And he does this with the gifts. He gives them as he wills. So this is what we've seen. Now, I'm going to be talking today, just sharing some thoughts about just kind of like how I've experienced it in my life. Um, And I encourage you to have conversations with people about how the gifts have worked in and through you. But I'm just sharing my stories. But I've seen and I've been in situations where I have seen people operate, and I've done it myself as, as I believe the Holy Spirit needs according to who's in the room, that the gifts would flow as they were needed in that moment. Now, I don't believe this. I don't think that God gives you just, hey, a one certain gift for life. He may, again, I'm not the professional here. I'm not the superstar. But I don't believe he just gives you that one certain gift and you operated in that gift one time, maybe at a certain point, And now you're supposed to do this every time now, every time, every opportunity, you're supposed to go around just flowing in something or acting like you're flowing in something. All right, now listen. This, I believe that pressure has been put on people. And I don't want to do that to you. I don't, I don't want you. If, if Holy Spirit shows up in your life, he gives you a word of knowledge, a word of prophecy. He gives something to you in a moment when it's needed. Don't think that you have to just like every time now that you're in a room or every time you're in a situation, don't put the pressure on yourself to have to do that every time. Now do this, make yourself available every time. Make yourself open like every time. Then if right now, God, you want to do this in and through me, I'm available. But I'm not going to make it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what can happen. That's when this stuff can get like, ugh. you know, it can get weird. You know what I'm saying? It can get strange. And I've, I've, been in, I've been in situations where people feel like they just have to, whether they have a word or not, give it to somebody. <laughs> And you would be amazed by some of those words. And I'm like, I don't believe God said that. I ain't to judge. He can say what he wants to. He's bigger than me, amen. But I'm just sometimes like, did he really say that? So don't, don't feel that pressure, but do this. Make yourself open and available to all of it. And we see this. We see the giftings, or I see the giftings as available to every spirit-filled believer who opens himself up to be used and to flow in those gifts. Amen? Remember, it's fruit that grows, but it's gifts that flow. Amen? So we open up and we say, God, I want you to flow through me, however you choose to do that today, because what is what you don't want to do is pigeonhole yourself. You don't want to put yourself in one place and say, this is the only way God can use me. You'll miss out. And people around you who's going to profit all, they'll miss out. If you say, I can only do this one thing because he said it was just one. No, the spirit of God has all gifts and we're filled with that spirit. And so now those giftings flow in and through us. Now we do it this way. We don't see those and we don't wear those, those gifts as medals of honor. Pastor Louis, I'm the word of knowledge guy. And I and I pull them open my chest, and, and I have a big K on my chest. I'm the word of knowledge guy. I, I, but if God wants to give me a word of knowledge, I want to be open to that. I love some Reinhard Bunkie, bro, bad dude. He was a bad man. He said this, and it was good, so I wrote it down. Gifts of the Spirit are not medals of honor; they're tools for the job. That's good. And so we're not doing this. We're like, no, I'm the prophecy guy or I'm the, I'm the discerning sp- person. No, listen, we were open to all the things that God has for us, but we see this. These are tools for the body. These are tools. And this is what, you, if you're in a situation and you need a hammer and, and you don't have a hammer, you know what you need? A hammer. All right, and so you, you don't want to try to do something with a screwdriver that you should be doing with a hammer. Amen, I, I admire, man, Phil, I'm glad you at 9 a.m., bro, today. This dude has a trailer with every tool in the world. I mean, I don't, know, I don't know how many, I don't think there are any other tools available, man. He has all of them, amen. And that's what I believe the Spirit of God's like, that trailer that goes around with us. And it's just like, man, he's with us. Matter of fact, it's not just dragging behind us. He's in us and he's with us. And so man, when the spirit of God wants to flow and give somebody a prophetic word and nobody else is around available and you're like, man, that's not my gift. Man, they miss out. So make yourself open and available. So he's telling us this, don't be ignorant about those things. So that is, that same word, study that in degree, the word ignorant, is where we get the word agnostic from. Not knowing. So he wants us to know the gifts are real. He wants us to know they're available to us. So again, just tell the neighbor, don't be ignorant. Don't, come on, man. Don't be ignorant. Amen, we need the gifts. All of us need them. So number two thing he says is this. He says this, also, do not neglect Ooh, this is good because he says do not neglect that word there in Greek it means to be careless of so we don't want to be careless of those gifts we want to protect those gifts. We want to guard those. We want to be thankful for them. So we don't want to neglect those gifts. It's important. So he's letting us know, do not neglect the gifts. First Timothy 4, 14 through 16. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them. That your progress may be evident to all. Take heed to yourselves and to the doctrine, continuing them. For in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. So the gifts that God gives us, He doesn't want us to be careless. He doesn't want us to neglect those, those gifts. Have, have you ever like been a, around someone and you and you see them like neglecting their child? I mean, a gift that they've been given, neglecting a relationship, neglecting something, again, that has been a gift given to them. And so, man, it's frustrating. People get arrested for that kind of stuff, amen? And, and, and they go to jail for neglect. And it's important that we understand. He tells us not to neglect the gifts, and so this would, this would be what the enemy would love for you to do. He would love for you the thing that God has placed in you to just not, again, to be careless of it and, and, not, and, and use it however, whenever, or try to, try to do it working on your own. But he would also love for you to do this, neglect it in the way that you leave it out there and never use it. He he would love for you to neglect it, to not take the gift that God has given you. So he says this, you guard this, neglect this. And so I, I believe this, I believe this, those who have said the gifts have ceased, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, that I believe it's those who said the gifts have ceased, they do this in large part because they don't have to step out in faith. If we say that, now listen, if we say that, if we say, man, and I believe that's part of neglecting the gift, the thing that God has placed, well, that don't even exist no pressure on me, man. I don't have to step out. I don't have to trust God, but I don't want this. I don't want a superficial relationship with God. I want a supernatural relationship with God, amen? I want a supernatural relationship. I don't want it surface level. I want to dig into the things that God has. And so I want all these things. So this is what I don't want you to do. Don't neglect the gift. Now, people neglect it in many ways. They neglect it a lot of times because of fear. It is, man. And one of the biggest mistakes you can make is being afraid to make a mistake, all right? And I, I, like I told you, I shared that, and I struggled with that. I don't wanna miss it. I don't wanna make a mistake. But again, what we can do also is this. We can get into a place of fear, and, and, and we miss out, and we don't step forward in the, and let the gift that God has given us flow through us. And this is, this is what I, I don't want you to do. I don't want you to get in fear when it comes time. Again, it's not you, It's not no pressure on you. Remember, it was a gift. He's just using you as a vessel. He's just flowing it through you. He just, in that moment, you're like, God, I'm open. I'll I'll do whatever it is that you want me to do. I'll do anything you've called me to do. So don't let fear come in. Don't let condemnation of the enemy drive you away from using the gifts that God has given you. Happens so many times. People will say, man, I'm not worthy of the gifts. I don't deserve the gifts. And we're not talking about deserving. It's not a gift if that's the case. So he has given us something. And so I don't want you to look at past failures as as, as something that doesn't qualify you. I don't want you to look at past sins as something that disqualifies you from being used by God. Listen, as you when you come to Jesus and the gospel message, the good news of Jesus that he delivers you from that sin, he sets you free. He took all of your sin and shame to the cross. That's what Jesus does for us. So we don't let anything, man, I don't let my past failures or my past sin. Now stop me from stepping into those gifts. So again, don't neglect that. Man, and it's like man. uh, the old saying, man, use or lose it. I mean, this is what happens a lot of times, man. People don't use it. So God, if I find somebody else in the room, they're willing. Okay. Man, they're, they're open to this. Okay. So again, he tells us here, don't neglect this, man. So again, we guard and protect this. So we're doing this. We're not ignorant about it. And we're also not going to do this. We're not going to neglect the gift that God has given us. And so we do this. We do what number three today says, is we desire the spiritual gifts. This is what has been on my heart. Number three, man, this week has been the thing, man, that I'm like, man, God, do this. You, the other two are I don't do, don't do. But he's saying when it comes to the spiritual gifts for us to do this, and we are to desire spiritual gifts. And I, I want that to be part of your heart's prayer. I want that to become a part of your heart's cry that man you desire to flow in the gifts of God. I mean, like every person, like every part, every part, every person at home, every part person listening to Spotify months down the line, God wants to use you. So do this. He said to desire. The word desire, I love this. It means to covet earnestly or pursue. Pursue. What are you pursuing? Maybe some, we just got back and was at the beach last week. And, it, and it's amazing that you, that you see people pursuing so many things. They're out there. You can tell, man, they're seeking after so many things. They're pursuing so much stuff. They're looking for things that will never satisfy them. But this is one of the things that God would call us to do. He said to desire spiritual gifts. Look at 1 Corinthians 14. Again, that 12 and 14, right in the middle. We see that love. And now in verse chapter 14, verse 1, pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. And we'll find out in a minute why prophecy is so important. But listen, desire spiritual gifts. I want you just to take a moment, close your eyes right now. And prior to me saying this, and I want you to be honest. And this is, again, it's a little bit flow today. I, I Just in just a second, we're just going to look at these nine gifts. And I want you to be just thinking about these and be open to these gifts and desiring of these gifts. But just close your eyes for a moment. And if you would, just be honest. I'm not going to ask you to raise a hand, stand up, say nothing, do anything. But just you and God, just for a moment, just think about this for a second. Where do spiritual gifts fall on your desire list? Wow. Just think about it for a second. This week, man, it's one of those things like I was like, man, as I was laying, as I was sitting aside, still thinking about what what we're going to do today, just, man, thinking about it. Where does this fall? Is spiritual gifts anywhere near the top of the list? Should be. Like it should be because again, remember he gave that to us to glorify him. So one of the reasons he wants you to desire the gifts is because you're gonna to get to bring glory to God in ways that you can't do in the natural. As good as we try, as ways that we honor him and worship him and as he's deserving of in the natural, we glorify him in the spirit when we flow in those gifts. For the profit of all, remember, listen, he's given us that gift. So just right now, just think about it for just a second. Man, where does the gifts fall? If it's not like in top five, just do this right now. Just repent of that because we missed it. If it's like not near, near the top, if it's not somewhere up in there, it, someone's like, man, that hasn't been on my list. I didn't know. It's okay. So listen, you're learning now. We're not ignorant of this anymore. We know now this is what God would call us into. This is what he would have for us. For just, for just a second, just ask yourself this. Man, where do, where, do, where do spiritual gifts fall on my desire list? And just do this right now. Just no altar call, no music playing. You a God. Just repent of that. Like if, if, you, if it's not anywhere at the top, just say, God, I'm sorry. I repent. I want to change my mind. I want to think differently when it comes to the gifts that you've made available to me. So God, we just want to honor you with those gifts. And so Father, we repent now. We just we just set aside right now, Lord, the priority list that's been so out of order. And so Lord, we just bring that up near the in the list, God. And we just bring that. We just put the gifts up there so that you get glory. And we bring profit to the body, Lord, that's so needed. So God, I thank you for that right now, God. Yeah, we thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Amen. 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 I hope I hope you just, I hope a desire rises up within you. Again, letting all fear go, letting all unworthiness go, and to say, I'm available, God, to you. Amen. Now, let's look for just a few moments. Now, this is important. As we talk about these nine gifts, as we talk about these gifts, and we're going to go through these briefly because I want to make space at the end of service for us just, just to flow as God wants to flow today. I just, that's what's been on my heart. But as we look at this, as we think about these giftings, it's so important. The timing of God, when to use those gifts is critical. The anointing of God, letting him lead that and him orchestrate that is so important. But here's just a list. I just want to break down these these nine that he gives us. The first one is this. It's a word of wisdom. All right? A word of wisdom. It's it's like a divine answer or solution that comes about a particular event. Typically, those words of wisdom are for you. All right. And so again, it's like, and he asked us, he asked us to do this. If you lack wisdom, ask. and He'll give it to you liberally, without reproach. So he'll give this to you. But this is also a spiritual gift that God will give you. He'll give you words of wisdom at certain times. Now again, it may be to help someone. I believe it flows into knowledge for others. But the word of wisdom, I believe is when God will speak to you. He'll speak to your life. He'll speak particularly about a situation. You need wisdom. I have people come to me like say, man, pastor, I need some wisdom here. I need some direction here and so we'll pray for it i'll get them to ask according to james the same way that we see in the scripture that he'll give to them but sometimes you'll see it it's just cool the spirit of god man just like wisdom just drops it in your heart and man he'll give you a peace so if you're wondering man like the words of wisdom that you had was it legit was it real i believe it's always accompanied with peace and you'll see that kind of just work and flow together it's just a word of wisdom typically again for yourself he'll also do this he'll give you words of knowledge He'll give you a word of knowledge. I believe words of knowledge are this, where you get to know something specific about a situation without like knowing it by natural terms. All right, so it's not a natural thing. It's a supernatural. Typically, I believe this is for others. Now, this, this is what I believe. Now, when God drops those supernatural words of knowledge in your heart, this is not something to be used as in a gossip thing. All right. Again, we don't have big issues with that. I'm just thankful, man. I'm telling you, when we're talking about love, there's a lot of love here. and We don't have those things. But listen, I don't ever want to see like, man, how if God gives you something, he's not like giving it to you to go talk to somebody else about it. And, you know, like Pentecostal prayer request. Amen. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm talking about, man, he gives that to you for you to go in prayer about or to go to them about And so, man, you just use that. It can be, again, in conversations. I've been in conversations with people. And and if if you were in a situation, somebody was talking to you, man, bro, I'm going through this, man. Or I'm going through this. And it's just like, wow, all of a sudden, you just feel something. Like, man, it's like I'm supposed to tell them this. And you tell them, and it's like, Wow. That's probably a word of knowledge. It's, it's cool. I've been in counseling situations. Like, man, God, I'm sitting there. They're telling me stuff, and they're talking to me, and then, like, and then it's like my turn to say something back. And I'm like, Lord, I don't know what to tell them. And he'll just drop something in my heart. Listen, he, he'll do that for you. Make yourself available, and he'll give you words of knowledge to share with others. It's, it's incredible. He also gives, the third one is this, it's Faith. Man, I'm talking about supernatural faith. I'm talking to believe for something. I don't know if you ever had like me, where you know a spirit of faith dropped in your heart, the gift of faith, where like there was nothing in that moment that God couldn't do. I mean, I'm like, dude, that is awesome. I've been in those situations. I've been in those seasons, man. I know some of you have where they'll come back. I'll get a message like, man, God, he's going to do this thing, man. He's going to do that thing. And I'm like, man, I'm just like going, man, spirit of faith all over them right now. They believe. And so I want you to do this. Just be open to what God can do. Nothing's impossible with him. And so again, he'll do this at times. Again, faith is something he gives everyone that we can develop and build and strengthen but it is also something that spiritually he can drop in your heart and he can use it for you to believe. Have you ever like had faith for someone else? Hey Amen. You see that in, in the scripture. Guys brought Jesus, to, to brought people to Jesus, man. They lowered him through a roof and he's like, because of your faith. Man, sometimes, man, listen, you need to have faith. Somebody may not be able to have that on their own. So again, uh, just a level of faith rises up in your heart. Fourth of this is the gift of healings. Man, the gifts of healing, that's supernatural endowments of divine health. And this is cool. I love this. This is real. This is so important. It's so valuable, so needed. We've seen it over and over and over in our services. We've seen it outside of our services. Have people been, tell stories about, man, I was praying for somebody. This happened. God did this, man. We just saw that Pastor Bill message the other day or during the the conference. And he said, man, one of the young men in their group just supernaturally healed at the conference they're at. Amen. That's just so cool. That's God. And that is a gift. And so listen, this is what we want to do. We want to always be open. And so this is some of the ways you can flow in that gift is by doing this, just by being observant. Just by watching. You can be out somewhere. If you see someone who needs prayer, they need healing. Listen, be open and listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen to him. I'm like, I've been in the gym working out, talking and whatever. And and the Holy Spirit's like, man, say something to that person over there and and talk to them, pray with them. It's cool. We have one of the guys, Mike, one of the guys, man, who we see now every day talking to this guy named Mike, just getting to know him. He has having issues with his shoulder. And he was like, man, he said, you're talking about doing surgery, talking about all this. And this was a year ago now. And man, we were sitting in the parking lot about to go home. And Holy Spirit just like, man, pray for him. You know what I didn't do? Because I've done this a lot. God, is that you? I don't know if that's you or God, or is that the devil telling me to pray for this guy and get him healed? Foolishness, amen? That's foolish. That makes no sense, amen? Because God God wants to use you. And so I was like, man, can I just pray for you? Didn't know this guy real well at all. And I was like, man, just put your hands on him, pray for him. And man, I was like, God healed him. It was awesome. He's working out all the time. We see him every day playing golf, the Joker. It's it's, it's incredible. Why? Because, man, just being open. The gifts of healing are real. Be open to that. You are a vessel that God wants to use you. This is not pastor so-and-so. This is not prophet so-and-so. This is not minister of healing so-and-so. This is body of Christ, spirit-filled believer who is open to flow into gifts. So do that. It gets better. Working of miracles. Who working of miracles, divine intervention that alters our natural circumstance. And like, man, I believe this. And we pray this way and we've seen God do creative miracles where it has to be God. It has to be him showing up. And this is one of the things, like this one highlighted in my heart this week as I was studying, this is gonna be the one. And it was like, man, God connected our vision to this thing so clearly. You would see over and over and over in scripture where Jesus would do miracles and then people would come. You would see the disciples operate in miracles and then people would come and get saved. This is the one Jesus knows our heart and knows the, the, what he's called us to do about making his, his, his son known, about, man, making Jesus known. God connected this one so clearly to that, that he is gonna use the working of miracles in this house and through the people of this house to make Jesus known, amen? To not say we're miracle workers, but to say, man, we serve Jirah, the one who is more than enough, amen? So he's saying this to us today. in greater measure we will see it happen in greater measure we will see this unfold and then we finally see we see prophecy and this is where i believe is this it's a message of encouragement more i was studying about this and this is why i'm like i believe he was saying man i want you to prophesy i want you to prophesy he was like desire this one because it's a message of encouragement for others as a worship team comes i want you to think about this this is what it does it always brings edification exhortation and comfort to others now, I don't know if that's from the prophecies that I've read about or if that's some of the prophetic words that I'm talking about. Listen, I, I, I believe this. I believe prophecy is a connected to encouragement, exhortation. That's why he wants us to do this. Now, listen, are there times when God will say stuff to us and he'll speak things to our heart? Absolutely. Then it may not make somebody feel real good, make us feel real good when he says it to us? Absolutely. But when we prophesy to others, this is something that we use and so we use it the right way. We want to be open to that. We see discerning of spirits next on the list. Now, this is important. This is where we're made aware of the presence or a spirit that's not the Holy Spirit in the room or at work. And it's real. Now, this is what people can do. He doesn't say this is discerning of people. It's not discerning of people. It's a, right there, I can tell you right now, that one right there, he is this or she is that. Now listen, it's discerning of spirit. So if, if you, you recognize spiritually what's going on, you come against the spirit. And we've watched this, man. We've seen people discern spirits. They're not the Holy Spirit, take authority over that spirit and that spirit have to go make entrance now and an openness now for the Holy Spirit to come in and we see them now saved, filled with the spirit. We have testimonies online of people, man, that are Set free because, man, we recognize it. So again, we're not judging. People are looking at things, but if the enemy or any spirit that's not of God comes in the room, I want it gone. Come on, any spirit that's not of God, I want it gone. And then we see this. We see tongues I spent, a, I spent time on this earlier on, so I won't spend a, a whole lot here. But again, tongues, a message from God in a language unknown to the person. And so again, it, it gets, a lot of times we'll see this is through a prayer language that we're actually speaking and praying with God. There are times where it to be delivered to the church through tongues. I believe when it's speaking here in this context, I believe it's when there is a tongue or a message that needs to be given to the church from God through a person. So we'll see this, we'll see someone use that, that tongue, they'll speak or say something in a service or in a situation, it can be in a small group, faith group, at the gym, whatever. Uh, but I don't believe this, I don't believe it's going to be one of those things that you're not going to be able to just be like, able to like kind of control, all right? Where I don't, I don't think you're going to be standing in line at food line and have to grab the microphone and start just speaking in tongues over food line. I don't, I don't believe he works that way. Again, all right, so I believe again, but if you're available and you're open and God wants to use that situation, he does that. Now, this is what he also says. Finally, says there's interpretation of tongues. Like, well, what did they just say? All right, what just happened? This is where we see an understanding now or an expression of what was spoken in that tongue. And it's now a message that is clearly presented to the church. I'm about to speak in tongues right there, it sounds like. Amen. Clearly presented to the church. And now there's an interpretation, not translation, interpretation of what was spoken through that message. Now, this is what I want us to do. I want you to stand. And what I believe today, I believe one of the biggest, I mean ways that the enemy works, one of the biggest misunderstandings, when it comes from spiritual gifts, and when we see this is people that say, I don't have the ability, or I'm, I'm not worthy. I believe that's one of the greatest things that can hinder us and hold us back. God's not looking for your ability because it's not your ability. It's just not. I mean, it's just, it's just not. He's looking for availability. He's looking for someone to say, yeah, God, use me. And man, I, I, don't, I, don't, I know there are needs in this room right now for creative miracles. I know there are needs right now in this room for healing. I know there are needs right now in this room for encouragement. Somebody, man is struggling and and battling depression or they're beat down. They need a prophetic word. They need something spoken to them. There are people that need healing right now. They just need this. And so I just wanna do this is we just take a couple of moments. The worship team's just gonna minister in song. And this is how we're gonna close out today. Always altars open. If you need salvation, come, man. Let us introduce you to Jesus. Step back to connect. Do this, whatever. Get. We want you to know Jesus, amen? We want you to know Christ. We want you to accept the gospel message of Christ, amen? So we want you to know Jesus. But also this, for the profit of all, for the body, so that God gets glory and that the body's needs get met, he wants to use you. Me? Yeah, you, you, you. If you want to do this right now, heads about eyes are closed. If you would just say right now, I just want to be, I want to be made make myself available for the gifts to flow through me. I want the Holy Spirit to, to just flow and work and through me. I want him to work through me. I want to be used by his gifts. Yeah, just right now, just lift up your hands. High to heaven as you can get them. Say, I want to make myself available right now. God, I want to, I want to be used. I don't want to neglect them. I don't want to be found neglectful. I don't want to be ignorant of them, Lord. Father, I want to flow and work and use, move in the gifts that you've given me right now. Yeah, if you just want to make yourself available. Man, hands are raised. This is so good. Yeah, so many hands raised. So many hands raised right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Now, as a worship team minister, just what we're going to do, this again, it's not to make anybody feel uncomfortable, it's not our goal, it's not our heart. But just to begin, the Bible says, stir up the gifts. To stir up the gifts that are within you right now. Right now, if that's your heart, if just your hands are raised right now, just lift up, your, lift up your head. Open up your eyes right now. Look around. Man, there's a lot of hands around you right now. This is so cool. You know what that means? Man, we're all on the same page. We want Jesus to move. We want the Spirit of God to move. Now listen, you can put your hands down right now for just a moment. Now listen, now I want you to do this now. If you have a need in your life, Like you have a need in your life. Like this is like really have a need. It could be, I need healing. I need a miracle. I need encouragement. Whatever it is, you just have a need in your life. And I want you just right where you're standing, just lift up your hand. Just lift up your hand. Yeah, several hands, several hands. Okay, a bunch of hands. Amen. Yeah, look around. Now look around. Several hands. I want you right now to just go to those who have their hand up. Just turn around and just, just kind of begin to pray. Let the gifts flow through you. Let the gifts flow through you right now. Yeah. Amen. And if you made yourself available, you raised your hand a moment ago. You open up your hand to make yourself available. Pastor Lewis, back behind you guys. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Bless you. Who else? I don't want anybody missed out on this, man. This is God. Now listen, you didn't raise your hand for a need, but you raised your hand because you're available. Man, you want what God wants. You want what God wants. Right now, just, just a couple of moments. We're not going to do this. We're not going to take like, this a long, lengthy time, but just right now, mm, just right now, just let those gifts begin to flow through you. Make yourself available. God, flow right now through your people as you will, as you will, God. We're available right now, God. We're available, Jesus. Yeah. If you just want the spiritual giftings operating in your life, yeah. Just connect with other light faith believers in their room. Yeah, you may not be praying for someone else, but you want, to, you want to flow into gifts. Connect with someone in the room. Be sensitive. Yeah, if he drops something in your heart, share it. Say it. Gives you a word, just share it. In love, just share that. If you have a physical need, let the healing God flow through you right now. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a like lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.